0: Everybody and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer.
1: Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright.
0: Oh, Nikki, this is it. It's our last show of the year.
1: Last show of the year. Right before Christmas. What are we going to
0: do with ourselves?
1: Go on a little vacation. Oh. At home, where we've been. So we're going to stay. We're going to stay at home.
0: (laughs) Not leave the house. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, we are, we're actually talking about that. We decided to take a little bit of uh, time today and reflect on some of the lessons learned over 2020. I hope we make this interesting and not just self-righteous navel-gazing. I know, right? Uh, I think, uh, you know, I think our lists of things to talk about are, are good. And they, they bring back, believe it or not, some darn fine memories mm-hmm. of this year. What a weird thing to come out of the raging dumpster fire that is 2020. Uh, but my goodness, we have learned some things and we're going to talk about it. Before we do that, head over to Take Control ADHD, get to know us a little bit better you can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list and we will send you an email with a new episode each week connect with us on twitter or facebook at take control adhd and don't forget we are on a uh, a journey to our next patreon tier if you haven't considered becoming a member of patreon.com slash the adhd podcast we would love it if you would consider it uh right away as we record this We need 16, 16 or 14. I I don't have it open all of a sudden. It is 16 more people to join us. We'll hit our next tier and we're on the cusp of releasing uh, our next uh, resource library of all the resources we've talked about on the show. We get a lot of requests all the time of people who want to know when we talked about this such and such a thing. And so we've put all the such and such things, verified all the links and all the resources we've ever talked about over the last 10 years. And we put <laughs> them in a big code of file. And uh, thanks to uh, Melissa, Discord mom. Uh, she's done a ton of work already. More to come. We need a little bit more help. Our new goal, 200 patrons to get us over the hump. 16 more and we are there. Uh, So thank you very much. I do have an announcement. Can I talk about an announcement? Of course. Speaking of internal navigation, we're changing the time that we record this show in 2021. Nikki? Yes,
1: we are. Do you want to say why? (laughs) Or I should say why.
0: You should say why. I yeah, should say why. No.
1: Yes. So I'm not exactly ready to talk about this yet. So I'm just going to plant the seed because I've been working really hard uh, in the last a month to get it ready to talk about. But I am offering a new service in January and uh, it's going to be around planning. And I need the time open for Mondays uh, to do one of the planning sessions so i asked dear pete wright is there any way that we could possibly move our uh our recording time and
0: and i said and yes you said yes Spoiler alert yeah, you said yes I did.
1: so uh yeah so it makes room for me to be able to offer a new service which we will be talking about it at some point very soon. And if you're on my newsletter, you're going to get it there. If you're a Patreon member, you're going to hear it there. So if you're not on one of those things, uh, you might want to sign up so you hear about what's going on in 2020. 2020, 2021. Right. 2021. So, 2021. Not 2020. 2020.
0: <laughs> 2020. <laughs> yes. So we are changing the recording times moving from right now. It's 10 a.m. U.S. Pacific. It'll be 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific time on Mondays beginning our first show January 4th so uh, don't worry I will still send out uh, the the emails through Patreon and post in discord and on Facebook it'll be uh, all the reminders will be there but just in case just know we've we've got a change and uh, so we appreciate your flexibility if you like to join us for the live stream uh, we appreciate you there so anyway check out all the other resources and access to the live stream and all those goodies at patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast All right, Nikki. All right. 2020.
1: 2020. Light
0: it up. Yes.
1: Last episode of the year. All right, right. So, what'd you
0: learn? What'd you learn? How do you want to talk about this?
1: I thought we could just take a little bit of time to reflect on our past year, if we really want to do that or not. I don't know, but we're here, and uh, but there were some good things, right? There were some good things, I think, for us to to highlight, and there were some um, really great experiences that I got to share with some of my clients that I wanted to talk about, and maybe let's just kind of talk about some of the shows that really resonated with us too um, during the time. So I'll tell you at the beginning of the year, I think everybody had high expectations of 2020. You know, it's a, it's, it's a great year just because it's 2020, you know, just, it Mm -hmm. sounds great. Uh, I know that with a couple of my clients, we had set up like 2020 goals, similar to what we talk about in the, when we were talking about the joy, uh, kind of bucket list, when we were talking about how to bring joy into your life. Well, this
0: was, well, we made, we made those great those great vision jokes yes. that nobody saw coming, yes. you know, 2020. 2020, oh, man. all of January that. was full of amazing jokes. Yes. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Thinking that, yeah. you know,
1: we're going to get all of this new fun stuff <laughs> in. And, and of course, none of that actually happened. Uh, so... <laughs> 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 Everything changed in in March. For me on a personal level, though, I do want to talk a little bit about the journey I had in January and February, just because many of you know that I had um, had to kind of fight a little bit to get my daughter diagnosed with ADHD, because as you guys have heard in the in- inattentive episodes, it was very difficult to get her teachers to understand or see what I see, and even her primary doctor. So that was quite the journey of finding a psychiatrist who would sit down and actually do the Testing and um, and come back with the results that I had already known, but I needed to have confirmed. So that was uh, certainly a personal uh, issue that we had to, to had to go through. March yeah. came, March spring break. It was around spring break here in Oregon, where the school said, "Oh, we're going to take two weeks of spring break, and you'll be back, uh, you know, April something." Do you remember that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do, because we hunkered down, we did our part we for did. sure,
1: yeah, yeah, and then two weeks became the rest of the year, and you know, but there was a, still a lot of uncertainty right of of what was gonna happen and and uh, you and I definitely, I thought uh got right on it with getting some great guests. On the show to talk about COVID. They were ready. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about the anxiety. And, you know, I think all of them, we had James Ochoa, Dr. Michelle Frank, uh, Dr. Dodge Ray. He did an online meditation with me. Hello. Mm -hmm. That's not uncomfortable to do that in front of like (laughs) people. Uh, It's kind of weird uh caroline mcguire talking uh talking to us about how to talk to our children during this time which is actually a really fitting conversation too because prior to her being on she was talking about social um, cues and how to help our adhd children be you know at more social or at least be able to interact. And then all of a sudden that's taken away. So that was mm-hmm. uh, very interesting. And then Dr. Doug also talked to us about the pandemic anxiety. Um, so it was, it was interesting to get yeah. experts, different perspectives and kind of going along with us, you know, as we were in this kind of unknown territory.
0: Yeah, I you know, I think that uh, we had that exuberance of just sort of transitioning from, you know, the stuff we were really excited about, entrepreneurialism. We actually did this episode in February, ADHD accommodations at work and working from home. Yes. In February.
1: In February. What? Yeah. I
0: did not know that we could read the future, but we could, it turns out. And that is a an episode that has gotten, as <laughs> you can imagine, some traction. Right. Um, you know, in terms of skills, like there, there are some things that I've learned from the people that we've talked about, and in in terms of skills and and behavior changes, I I've and the the people I keep referencing after this year, absolutely Marilyn Paul and the Haunt List. Yes, uh, I loved that episode, yes. uh, Dr. Barron Paul. She's great. Meeting Russ Barkley. I mean, he was oh. just so great and learned so much about him. his exuberance for being just such a firebrand uh, about uh, ADHD and, and how dangerous it is was amazing. So
1: kind. Um, too yeah like, so yeah. kind um for for being Truly. dr barkley like the dr barkley it was such an right. honor and and yes one thing that really struck me with his conversation was how serious adhd and how he referenced it to be the diabetes of mental health yeah, i have right. told people that over and over again because that really hit hit hard and, yeah
0: and i think people understand it like when yeah. you hear that comparison it makes suddenly it makes sense right so right um, you know um I my behavior changes though. I mean, I I've also, you know, adapted some of my own personal note taking uh thanks to Mike Rohde yes. from sketchnoting. That was really that fun. Was really we did a fun. workshop on that. That was really great. Uh and uh, oh my goodness, Chelsea Brennan from Smart Money Mamas called me mama yes. on a podcast. And that was amazing. Plus, the tool she recommended, at YNAB, you com completely changed my life. It I think did that, that me is too. the yeah, I mean, it's just a number one thing. Just because I I've been looking for a money metaphor that works with my brain, and that nailed it. I've been looking for years; nothing has ever worked for me until YNAB. Yes. And so, I would say that's that's a real high point for me I in would terms say of that new too. tools and I, behaviors.
1: Absolutely, I've never never really had a budget like that where it worked. Like you know, I've budgeted things, but. I'm sure like everybody else, it's like you start it, you look at it and then it kind of goes away or doesn't work well or whatever. But YNAB has definitely been something that I have stuck with. And even this weekend, I was going through it and I saw a charge and I asked my husband about it. And he's like, Oh yeah, that was from this. And then, but I deposited the money and I'm like, Oh, you did. I see it's a wash. Like I was able to see what, where, what he bought and how he deposited the money cover it. And I mean, it was just yeah. awesome to be able to see all of that. Uh, so that is definitely something that changed me as well. And I'll tell you something that changed with me with Marilyn Paul too, um, was just the importance of rest, taking a yeah. day off
0: yeah. and not
1: feeling guilty about it. You know, you, d- you just yep. take the shoulds out, take the to-do list out. That was really yeah, I think, I- important to hear.
0: I, I put that on one of my big lessons learned too. Was just like understanding what rest really is, mm-hmm. and and you know we can talk about that more in a bit. But it it was a that was a big one for me mm-hmm. too.
1: Yeah. Uh, I also really appreciated Dr. Michelle Frank and Tara Koch uh, for talking about inattentive ADHD and how the diagnosis can be so easily missed. That tied into certainly the diagnosis of my daughter. But for Tara to come on the show and share her story, that was really um, brave. And, you know, when you're not used to podcasting, you're not used to talking about yourself, (laughs) that can be really scary. And so I really appreciated her coming in and and, uh, being so honest about that
0: well, well, you couldn't tell. No, I mean, she's, a, she's an old hat at oh, this yes. stuff. It, it seems like you wouldn't never know that this is that any of this was new to her. She's great, no, yeah, uh, absolutely yeah. great. things.
1: absolutely. So, I want to talk a little bit about my clients because oh my gosh, they've been amazing during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I noticed when I was working with clients is how much they related to the pandemic. Like how so many people said, this is how I feel every day. It's hard to focus every day. And Mm -hmm. now people are telling me it's hard to focus for them because of this, this and this. And so it was really interesting to hear how some of my clients were able to really share what they knew to help others. And uh, there was one of my um, clients who's a a doctorate student and she was actually even recognized at the end of the last semester of spring semester for helping other people by putting together study halls and body double sessions and check-ins so that people would stay on on schedule and and she did that and that was really cool to be able to see how how they can take their own daily experience and help others in in times that you know maybe aren't used to having to have a body double all the time or whatever so that was really cool to see resilience is something I think every ADHDer has um, and seeing the clients adjust from working from home. I had many people... That was probably the biggest struggle that I saw with my clients is here I am. I'm used to working in an office. I'm used to having that structure that, you know, some accountability. And now I'm just at home. And many of my people that I work with live on their own. So they didn't have necessarily a family or a partner. They were by themselves, which is really hard uh, to be that isolated and also to have Really, no structure, you know that mm-hmm. you're, and mm-hmm. now you have to adapt to this, which is kind of an ADHD nightmare in some cases, <laughs> you know. So, right. Um, right. it's important, you know, I to to see how many of them were able to figure it out, and were able to ask for help, and they were so much more compassionate with themselves, and you know, really being able to see, okay, I'm not the only one dealing with this. It doesn't have to be perfect. The expectations aren't necessarily the same, you know, just all of the kind of conversations we would go through week after week and seeing them being able to adapt was really, uh, awesome. It was just really inspiring. Uh, and I also just want to say, um, thank you Thank you so much (laughs) for my clients. I I learned from them every day um, how amazing they are and how inspirational they are. So after me having a hard day, I would you know think back and think, okay, I can do this. I can also sit in the unknown and be uncomfortable. And they kept showing up. I can keep showing up. Like you know, they helped me just as much as I helped them. And uh, so that was something that I think I'm, I'm. well, I know I'm very grateful for and um, appreciate from the year is that I didn't feel like I was alone either. You know, I was going through this with with the people I was meeting with every day.
0: You know, I was thinking about that, too. I mean, you know, in terms of this, the year being terrible, I'll also remember it for a lot of really, really good things Mm -hmm. that, that came out of of the year. And maybe it was because of the extended continuous kind of downtime and reflection time right? right like there 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 were weirdly fewer internal distractions because of all the giant external distractions yeah. and I managed to make some kind of significant change. And I, I, you know, we, we rebranded Rash Pixel, the, my podcast company to True Story FM, unreal synchronicity with Melissa, a discord mom. Uh, I could not be happier with, with, uh, you know, that, what came out of that. I mean, she's just <laughs> super inspirational and in helping me revision what the, what the company that, that I do, that I, I sort of, shepherd here does Uh, i took on a business partner and andy nelson who doesn't have adhd and i'm consistently reminded of my relationship with you because it's just like easy Mm -hmm. you know it's just one of those things it's a it's a calming balance and i think from finding somebody who's kind of another accountability Mm -hmm. uh accountability partner um is is really r- just sort of energizing mm-hmm. even when energy is low uh and, and we launched new podcasts we launched mission forward which is a podcast about social justice and equity and the change paradox with dr dodge ray yes. and um it's getting some great uh, great comments and reviews and very happy with that um and you were on it and it yes. was great um how to split a toaster a divorce podcast we launched. And we're finally back around to What's That Smell Season 5 mm-hmm. with uh, Tommy and um just really excited about the the growth but mostly to your point I'm so inspired by the way my clients navigated covid, mm-hmm. right? Demonstra- mm-hmm. Demonstrating grace and generosity with their clients and the people they work with it made me so proud to do what i do and be involved with the people with whom i share orbit
1: right because this is
0: hard for everybody and it was just so powerful to watch Mm -hmm. you know everybody interact and try to try to keep each other afloat Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so yes very much so
1: well and uh more on a uh, personal lessons, not just from work, but just personally going through 2020, I've learned to take care of my own mental health, <laughs> saying no when I need to. Um, I do not remember, I honestly don't remember which episode, but there was something that triggered in me when I was feeling very overwhelmed. And I remember thinking, I just need to sit where I am right now. And I need to just be here and be okay with that and be okay with being unsettled, Um, you know, letting other people know what I need. I remember telling my f- family at one point, I just can't talk anymore. I've talked all day. <laughs> I need to just be alone because that's part of my introverted self. Uh, mm-hmm. But most importantly, I'm a mother of teens and parenting teens at the beginning of this year was fine. It was no big deal, um, but it got harder and harder and harder. In the last couple of months, it's been inc- extremely, extremely difficult. And, um, you know, I've had to just surrender <laughs> and mm-hmm. breathe and remember what I have control over and what I don't and uh, and honestly pray that we're all going to get through this okay. Um, and, you know, it's not just about COVID, but it's very true when... Especially teenagers, when you see statistics out there about them being isolated, depression comes into play, anxiety comes into play, um, social media, uh, just a lot of different things. Um, and so I think it's, it's really important to, to reach out for help when you need it, um, get what you need when you, and not feel guilty about it. I, uh, started doing hello, fresh meals, um, about yeah. uh, two, two months ago, and I am not feeling guilty about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because it does make things easier. Um, so, you know, and also like what Marilyn Paul said, being okay, if I just need a day to do nothing. You know, I just yeah. need to rest and and be okay with that. Um, so, yeah, I think there was a lot of good things in that too. Um, and not always having to be positive. I think that's, <laughs> it's hard because my nature is I want to be positive and I want to be like, you know, oh, look at the bright side. But sometimes it's hard to do that because it just takes too much energy. And so yeah. it's okay to just let that energy be saved for a different day. And, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, just be in it.
0: I had those. I I, I definitely had that one for me. I, I you know when you think that twenty twenty is for me personally is largely marked by COVID and it completely rewired my relationship with physical and emotional health. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just it, it was so incredibly debilitating for for just just long enough. Um, but patience, right? As much as I'm dealing with like long haul stuff, uh, I'm I'm learning patience every day, and I kind of am surprised. That here I am at my age, still learning lessons that, at some level, feel rudimentary. uh, It's humbling, Mm -hmm. right? It's Mm -hmm. really humbling. Um, Rest. We talked about uh, Marilyn Paul's uh, lessons for us. Rest means rest, and I wasn't doing this well. I my rest would be not working, but it would be doing other things, right? And that's not what rest is. And learning how to rest, like perspective, is demonstrated repeatedly. The value of rest for me Mm -hmm. and um and and you know you you talked about parenting teens i i would say as a as a spin off of that learning to be present through new kinds of grief and anger with those closest to me
1: yeah that's a good right right because
0: right. They, they're like they don't know how to do this any better than i do mm-hmm. and i know i'm mad and testy and i i'm you know, but but figuring out how to be present and patient with one another, living in close quarters for so long, um, without you know, without the interaction of other faces and hugs and things like that, um, it's I, I feel like I'm learning some lessons there too. Mm-hmm. Like how how do you how do you express kindness? Mm-hmm. When, Frank, when weirdly you're the last person they want to see right now, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I know, <laughs> you know, right?
0: Like, I, I yeah. am the vessel of that frustration right. for three other people I live with sometimes, right? Uh, as they are to me, so and um, kudos to all hard. of those
1: parents that have young kids too. Oh my, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of stress there, you know, with, with working from home and daycare or how probably no daycare, so trying to figure out how to do all of that and being yeah. an online yeah. teacher. So, yes, I mean, we all. Yeah. We've all had our struggles for sure um
0: i I have one more section yeah. that you didn't have.
1: Oh tell me more yeah. about this
0: it's new it's this is it's not grim either it's it, it's exciting. it's new tools for 2020 ah. things that you did and adopted and invested in that changed the way you work for 2020. Can I just so, tell you
1: something before yeah. you start this so Rome yeah. research, one of my yeah. clients was like, I know exactly what he's talking about. He was yeah. right with you in that whole yeah. conversation.
0: Totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I actually, I should share a link. I, wow, I read a, a Twitter storm about Rome Research and their software development methodology, and uh, it's challenged, and it makes me really nervous about Rome. Uh, it is, it's a, an amazing tool, and I did, so anyway, okay. my new tools okay. for 2020. Yes. This is what I've done. First of all, I migrated my notes to Obsidian,
1: Obsidian. Uh,
0: obsidian. Yes, Obsidian. It's d- Don't do this, Nick. Okay. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I need you not to click on it. Okay. It's going to break your brain. Okay. And it's, I recognize <laughs> that that's I. not that you can't do it, because I think. You would love it. I think you would lose patience in it very quickly. Yes.
1: <laughs> and I have <laughs> a lot overkill. to do this week before yes, I go on vacation. You have a lot to do. I have a lot Please to do. So.
0: <laughs> don't click on Obsidian. Uh, but I, I really like Obsidian. It gives me what I liked about Rome Research. Uh, I, I started experience data loss with Rome Research, and part of it is because. It operates 100% in the browser for people who know what I'm talking about. If you have, if you, like I did, migrated thousands of files into, of of text files into Rome Research and start typing on a block and suddenly the text goes away, there's, it's just gone. It's just gone. And part of that is because it operates in the browser. It is incredibly fragile. And I just learned this this weekend. So um, are you
1: saying Obsidian took over Evernote?
0: Yeah, I'm out of Evernote.
1: Okay, now I am so curious because now I gotta go check out Obsidian.
0: No, I, it's gonna be, it's gonna
1: be a lot. Really? Gonna,
0: uh, you can't. It's basically a glorified wiki, but what I love about it is it lives on my system and it's a series of just text files. And Obsidian puts them all together and it tells it shows you this graph that and same thing with Rome Research. Like it, the whole benefit of these two tools is they show you a graph of how your notes are connected to one another. So every time I type ADHD podcast, I can see a, a visual graph with arrows that show like the weighted relevance of between these two notes um, when they reference one another, even if I don't intend to reference them. So you can start building like a, a set of research notes that relate to topics and it uncovers things you connections you never thought of and it's amazing so i put five thousand notes into obsidian and i have this graph that looks like a brain and i can zoom in and click around in it and see like what have i been working on over the years what are the what are the like subject areas that i am i am constantly coming back to and i find it incredibly inspirational Hmm. right it it's teaching me about my experience. And I never saw it coming. Um, so that's Obsidian. It's it is a, it's a nerd tool. It's open source. It's uh, free. Um, it's definitely free. And there you go. So I got out of Evernote. I am still looking for a paperless system. And I think I'm going to go back to the metal on this. I think I'm going to be using just OCR PDFs. In living in my file system without and and just using the file system search to are you search talking about file system
1: like in your computer like yeah in, in the computer in the computer not yep. Dropbox just in your computer
0: it, it, you know my, for mine it would be it it would be on my I have a, a network storage device and yeah. it would all live uh, on my network storage device which I feel like is probably the simplest and cheapest way for me to go so I'm reducing expenses I I was such a Evernote fan for so long and it's just uh they're they're doing a ton of great work over there and if you don't have the uh momentum or inertia to to look for something else don't do it because i you know it's it's a lot of work you got to really want right. to, to move yeah but yeah. um you can't I think just I've move halfway with, it yeah you can't move halfway so i'm i'm out of evernote and i'm i think i'm i think i'm okay mm-hmm think I'm OK. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. I adopted a new tool called GoodLinks, which is a wonderful little app that I use to replace my um, Instapaper kind of read later services. I really okay. like GoodLinks. You just you just it, it creates a little share extension in your browser and you hit it and send URLs to GoodLinks and it downloads the content of the page so that you can read it offline later and save it in your own place. It's equivalent to the Evernote Web Clipper, but GoodLinks sort of replaced that for me. Um,
1: and and does it go into a category or just goes into a like an inbox can and then you categorize it
0: you can even as it... you're doing it it brings up a little share sheet and you type in the tags categories so if i'm if i'm downloading an article on anxiety for what's that smell i'll type you know the tag will be wts and another tag wts502 so that i can look at a tag for all the uh resources that i'm culling together for um, you know, the second episode of season five and they'll all show up under that tag so I can wow. keep them all in one place. That very, sounds very handy. interesting. It is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I've migrated all my design work to the Affinity products after years and years and years and investment with Adobe mostly. I'm still a Lightroom user, but a lot of my photo and, and design work is in Affinity and and a uh, little bit in Sketch. And so uh, that was that's a a big change in 2020. I've organized pretty much my whole business with Coda.io, which uh, I love. They're uh, they're doing great work, mm-hmm. and of course, YNAB. Uh-huh. You need a budget is great. So that's my those are my. You, I know I surprised you with this. Do you have any new tools for 2020 that you use? Well, YNAB. Obviously,
1: we've already talked about. Yeah. and uh, no, but I'm really curious about your Good Links. And I am curious about Obsidian. First of all, I think it's a cool name, Obsidian. It is a cool name. It is a cool name. Yeah. And the problem I have with Evernote is it's just not working for me quite the way I need it to. Yeah. So I definitely think I'm in a place where I need to review like where I keep things and how I keep them. And I use Google Docs a lot. Like I have that mm-hmm. a, a lot. Um, is is I use that a lot. And Dropbox, yeah. but. It's sure. almost like everybody else. It's like there's too much, too many things and too many different areas that I don't always know where to find stuff. Yeah. And that gets frustrating. So I think I'm in the right. I think I'm in the market of finding some new things. So you're giving All right. me some ideas. All right. Maybe
0: twenty twenty-one. This is gonna be a whole new yeah. conversation with yeah. Mickey Kids. Mm-hmm. I am
1: sticking with things right. though as my task manager. Yeah,
0: things is great. Oh, oh, I have one more that was introduced to me, but will be a, uh, a I think something for twenty. 21 and that's a new app called Craft, which is brand new and getting a ton, a ton of buzz. And honestly, I think that might be a solution for you because craft. It, it is, it fits your design sensibilities. I think you will f- look at it and find it beautiful.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. Is it new? So I, like I don't, it. I can't yeah. get it now.
0: Yeah, it's it's available. You can oh, get it I now. Can get it you now. Can, you okay. can get it. There's a Yeah. Oh, boy. I still have a lot of work to do this
1: week, though. I have to remember I I have to get this stuff done.
0: So this is going to be great. It is On a closing
1: note. I think, you know, thinking about going into the new year. I have a lot of hope. I have a lot of hope. And I think that it's great. This, these vaccines, whether I don't care really what your opinion is on them, because that's not what this is about, but there are vaccines (laughs) coming, which is great. Um, and I think, you know, as we talked about what we learned before taking one day at a time and being okay with that. So I'm not planning a whole lot right now, except for these things that, that Pete has now, you know, put in my brain, uh, with new, uh, software. Um,
0: I love to serve. You
1: love to serve. But uh, again, just want to say thank you to everyone who um, has been with us this last year and the years before that and the years before, you know, before that and, and hopefully coming along uh, with us in this journey going forward. And we just really appreciate all of you. And uh, thank you for all the nice notes and the comments, because we thrive on those, right? I mean, we get these little nice comments and it's just like, it makes our heart, you know, just warm and, and so thankful for what we do. So thank you, everyone. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Yeah, let's end it on a high note. Toast somebody you love and uh, we'll see you in 2020. 2021. 2021. Oh my gosh, I've (laughs) already done it. It's so we hard. sure appreciate it But this year and next year we appreciate you <laughs> downloading and listening to this show thanks for all your time and attention uh don't forget if you want to chat about it head over to the show talk channel and discord you can join us over there uh first stop is going to be patreon.com slash the adhd podcast then you can jump over to the show notes channel or show talk channel and uh, hang out with us there on behalf of nick kinzer i'm pete Wright. we'll see you right back here next year on taking control the adhd podcast